0: This is WNSP Now, live. From online to on air, the sports station presents your favorite WNSP Now shows live on air. Now it's time to throw it deep with Michael Bronner and Owen
1: McEnroe. All right, WNSP now live. We do it every Wednesday. The final drive ends at 530 and one of our WNSP now fine programs takes over. This week, it's our turn on throw it deep. Last week, we had the double team, which lined up nicely. They wanted the slot this week with the NBA Finals ending this week. But as I said, Owen, on our la- the last time we recorded, which was during Game One of the NBA Finals, NFL guys, football guys, it's June and we're still talking NFL because that's just what football guys do. Good evening from New York, Owen McEnroe.
0: What's going on, guys? I'm pumped to be back on the
1: air. Always love getting you on the air. Again, like I said, we do it every three weeks. We get the opportunity. Next week, you guys will get the opportunity to hear from Joey Warner and the Batters Box Mobile Baseball Connection. Joey does great stuff. As always, you can get all of our on-air podcast content under the giant umbrella of WNSP now. So always appreciate you guys tuning in to that. But. So it's uh, it's another off-season show. So yeah, we've uh, we've had to get a little bit creative here. On the last show we recorded, we kind of talked about coaches uh, entering 2023 on the hot seat. Uh, we'll see if there's some overlap with this category because we're going to talk about. The new head coaches that were hired in this cycle, as well as maybe a little bit of a conversation about the ten head coaches that were hired in the last cycle, and kind of give it, you know, because I, I remember uh, when Andrew and I were hosting this show before we brought Owen on. Andrew and I graded all those hires at the time, so be, you know I don't actually have the piece of paper that we wrote the grades on. If you want to check out the original Throw It Deep, you can go uh, go way back in those archives and hear the grades. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll we'll rehash some thoughts on that and see where we were right and where we were wrong but we're gonna grade these new 2023 coach hirings and ideally now you know a year from now we'll we'll go back and take a look and uh, and see where we were right and where we were wrong so there's been, there was only, it, it, it was the, I think an interesting part of this is that there were 10 hirings last season in 2022 and there were only five that's this right. year. So, uh, yeah, no, for, for whatever reason, I if you take that to mean there was better coaching in the NFL in 2022 uh, than there was in the, the year prior, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but, you know, five, 10 to 5 is not a not a small decrease there.
0: No, it's not, and um, I also think it's more of um, we saw some home run hires. I thought in uh, last year's coaching cycle. I don't think there's the same as that either in this in this coaching cycle.
1: Like you don't think there's not, a home run hire in the in, out of these five?
0: No, I don't, and I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as bad either. Like I think. I think there's one like pretty bad hire, but I think mostly we're pretty even compared to the last ten coach ten hires, where there was a lot of good and a lot of bad, frankly.
1: I won't spoil it for those who uh, for those who might who haven't listened to our last episode. I know who you who you have as the really bad hire, but we'll we'll get to that momentarily. Yeah, but you are you are right in 2022, and again we'll uh, we'll talk about 2023 first. But you are right. You know Doug Peterson, Brian Dable, there were a bunch of really really good hires in the last cycle, and a couple of them that were complete disasters. I mean, when you hire 10 head coaches, that's kind of just going to be the reality of the situation. It is the NFL. But let's talk about these. Don't
0: forget. Go ahead. Don't forget Mike McDaniel and Kevin O'Connell there. Yeah, well, oh, right.
1: Run All right. Well, we 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 were going to get to them at some point, but uh, you know, relax there. Yeah, Mike McDaniel would be would uh would, would factor in that, and I guess Kevin O'Connell. I mean, we we were on the same page. So what well, do you mean? Well, the Vikings were frauds and lost in the first round to the of the playoffs to the Giants. So I don't know. Oh, how
0: nobody know. nobody was expecting them to win 13 games. Fair enough. That that happened.
1: Fair enough. That's they what also your coach
0: ha- does. They, they win games with a less talented roster. No.
1: Well, they did also have a uh, like, what was it? The worst point differential for a 13-win team, like ever. But anyway. Uh, Certainly,
0: he got a terrible defense to 13 wins.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, he's a young offensive mind. I know how you love your young offensive mind. So let, let's talk about let's talk about these new hires. Uh, I'll start in Carolina. You hire Frank Reich. You bring in a guy who it just never really worked out for him in Indianapolis after he's hired for uh, formerly the offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles, really was the architect of what was an MVP season for Carson Wentz before he tore his ACL and then a master class in the Super Bowl for Nick Foles and the Eagles ultimately win a Super Bowl with Nick Foles and we don't have to get into the nitty-gritty of that game but yeah Frank Reich it just never really worked out for him in Indianapolis obviously they tried the Carson Wentz experiment they tried the Matt Ryan experiment really just Indianapolis has kind of been a perpetual mediocrity since uh, mediocrity is honestly generous uh, since Andrew Luck retired but I don't know, what do, you, what, do, what do you grade this Frank Reich hiring for Carolina?
0: Yeah, so I, I gave it a B. Uh, I think this is a good hire. This is a, this is a well-respected guy around the league. I, I know you've talked about his past a little bit. He's been around the block, uh, had some success in Indy and Philly as a coordinator, obviously. Um, I, like, I like his background. I'm happy he got another shot as a coach. I um, wasn't sure that was going to happen. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see what he can do with Bryce Young. I think it's I think it's a good hire.
1: Correct me if I'm wrong. Was he the first coach fired last year?
0: I I can't think of one off the top of my head. He got he got fired in the middle of the year. I think I think he was yeah, the Saturday first coach. I
1: think he was the so. first coach fired, which was odd. But again, I think speaks more to what the Colts were rolling out at, at quarterback. He at, got you know, he got
0: that's right. No, he got he got fired before uh, Nathaniel Hackett, and that yeah. was the only other. Uh, Midseason
1: firing Hackett kind of lasted till the end of the regular season until it was just enough was enough. But yeah, uh, no, no, he no he got fired I think with like three games left. When I say the end, I mean the tail end. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, no, it's Jeff Saturday coach. Whatever seven games or whatever the number was. But yeah, I I I, I think B is a good grade. I like you know not to not to give a similar. I'd say like a B minus. It's a guy that like hasn't wow. You're
0: let in on it.
1: Yeah. I mean. I guess for Bryce Young, like, uh, I, I'd, I'd rather have a head coach with experience than, than one not with experience as, as a head coach. It's just like that experience well, wasn't Bryce good.
0: plenty of experience.
1: Well, I, I understand. I'm saying from a head coach perspective, that experience was, eh, you know, it was, it was pretty terrible. Granted, he never well, really had he a won quarterback. Well,
0: games. You know, the one time he had uh, Andrew Luck, which is the only – Prior, like quarterback, I would say that's even comparable to what you want Bryce Young to be. They they made the playoffs. They gave the Chiefs a good playoff game back in 2021, I believe.
1: Yeah, 2019. So, yeah, I I I think it's a good a B minus. Might be a little bit harsh. You, you you threw me off with the B, but and anyway. Uh, no, I like Frank Reich. No, to get I I I think uh, hiring a guy to coach a rookie quarterback with head coaching experience is certainly a better idea than hiring think, a coach yeah, without head that's coaching what you experience. Want. Uh, after that, we'll move on to I'll I'll, I'll sure. leave Sean Payton for a minute. But how about how about D'Amico Ryan's to Houston? Okay. Yeah, I, I gave this
0: one a B minus. Um, same type of thing. I think he's, he's got a great background, Bama kid, obviously. Um, I just I just don't like the fit with this defense. I think this defense got better as the year went on, minus the last two weeks. Um, and I think I just think they should have gone offense. But I, I mean this is a this is a good head coach. Um, this is a fantastic coach, frankly. He's got raving reviews, and um, I don't hate it, obviously. But I, I just think. When you're drafting CJ Stroud, I think you should go this kind of the same route the Panthers went with getting a guy with some an offensive background and head coaching experience.
1: What letter did you put to that if I missed it? Oh, a B minus. A B but, minus. Like
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could be swayed either way.
1: I don't know. I, I, I think D'Amico's a good coach. I want to believe in D'Amico. I I kinda He's echo well. the same like sentiment. I kinda echo the same sentiment. It's like you know you're going to be hitting the reset button at quarterback. What kind of development is a defensive guy who's never been a head coach going to do for a rookie quarterback? It's just like, it's not that it can't work. It didn't help Zach Wilson. Well, I think Zach Wilson uh, had a litany of other issues and the fact that he wasn't good at football and, uh, you know, among other
0: things. His coordinator certainly didn't help. Michael Floyd is not.
1: No, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you know, and now we'll see what Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers can do. I, yeah, I, I think B minus is fair because with the potential to be better than that, I mean, D'Amico yeah, Ryan's no, been I, fantastic. I like the
0: guy. I just, I just think you should go offense there. It's that's that's all that.
1: You you have a you have a tendency to to always prefer offense over over defense in a coach, don't you?
0: True. It's an offensive league. How
1: about Sean? How about Sean Payton in Denver?
0: Yeah, so I mean, obviously, this hire is all about Russell Wilson, right? Um, I also gave this one a B minus because um, Payton's got a tendency to be tough on his guys. You know, like that's a you got a lot out of Drew Brees. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting because Russell Wilson's always played under obviously got all those years under Pete Carroll, who's like a known players' coach, tends to be laid back in the sort of development area. Um, and when he came to Denver, he had Nathaniel Hackett, who it, it kind of seemed like wouldn't really stand up to Russell Wilson. You know, he, he got, when, he, when Russell Wilson got traded there, you know, he had his like, own, like, parking space, own office for his, like, team or whatever. And um, I don't know. It's, it's an interesting hire. I think it, I think it could work because Dayton obviously have a, has a Hall of Fame resume and a ton of experience. But it's definitely a different coaching style than what Russell Wilson is used to.
1: I actually give this one an A. And, wow, you really like it. Uh, and qualify that with like throw out the fact that they had to give up a first-round pick. Uh, just you know talking about the hire specifically. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, you well, like yeah. you gotta you gotta factor that. But at the same time, the Broncos, for better or worse, at this point have hitched their wagon to Russell Wilson. To like they at least have to try to make it work. Uh, like I oh, and, of course they do. Like so, obvi- I'm, go ahead. This guy's... Peyton's tough on his
0: players, you know. Like, no, that's I, what they Wilson need. Has not had a coach like that.
1: That's what they. That's what Russell Wilson needs at this point. I mean, that you. You saw what happened with Hackett this year. It was a complete and utter disaster. Maybe he needs a complete change in style to to get anything left out of the back end. The ba- he's clearly on the back nine of his career. I believe he can still be, you know, okay. He's not. He's never going to be like a top five guy again. But you know, bringing an offensive guy who's tough on his players, who's not going to give him his own office, He's not going to let him call his own plays, and and uh, you know, a guy who's had a Proven track record of serious offensive su- offensive success. Guys won a Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a hire that really you had to make if you were Denver. I, you, you can't cave to Russell Wilson's demands. Russell Wilson, by being as bad as he was last year, has kind of buried your franchise. And this is an attempt to unbury your franchise. And, like, it, I, in my opinion, this is the only move Denver could make. that. that Good you know,
0: effort. Good effort. Yeah, it's an effort, but it's a last-ditch effort. I, I see what you're saying, but like he's had he, he had ten plus. He, he was on a Paul of Fame trajectory with a Pete Carroll, the known players coach.
1: So, and again well, it's, we'll see. It, it's I, I give it an a not because I'm like all in on Russell Wilson turns it around and Denver's whoa, gonna be whoa, good whoa, this year well, An a is an a
0: is an excellent grade it's, fair, it's, fair that, enough. That gives me all in bias, um, you know, fair, I, know.
1: I, I I give it an a more so because I I don't I think any other higher it would continue to be a disaster and like this at least like so there's this is a, the lesser of the evil there's a glimmer of hope With 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 Sean Payton, like I think maybe it could work out. Maybe the Broncos could compete for a wild card spot, and that's what you know you would hope for when you traded multiple first round picks and gave this quarterback two hundred million dollars. Like you would hope to be a competitive football team at that point. So, uh, we'll we'll uh, we got a couple more uh, hirings to get to. We'll get to those on the other side, as well as some talk about the 2022 hiring. Some that worked out, some that didn't work out. We'll keep talking coaches on the other side. Keep it tuned in. Throw It Deep, WNSP now live on 105.5 WNSP. we got about seven minutes left here. WNSP now live, throw it deep. Every three weeks, we get the opportunity to broadcast our podcast version live to you. Final drive ends at 530. WNSP now live starts, rotating with the double team and Joey Warner's the batter's box. This week, it's our turn. We've been talking new coach hirings, last year's coach hirings, grading them, discussing them. I believe we got through 3 of the 5 new ones so far. Time kind of flies on this uh with the, with this last half hour doesn't it, no. That's
0: right. We've got 2 left. Uh, both Eagles coordinators actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we let we saved the two Eagles guys for last. So why don't we just go ahead and get the uh get the Jonathan Gannon thing out of the way?
0: Yeah, I well, I gave it a D. Um I've been clear about this on the podcast, D. I'll be clear about it here. A D. That's right. One one from F. Um he, he could that. be fired year one um i i just this this eagle's defense was was succeeded because of talent a lot of moves howie roseman the GM made in the offseason adding talent to the unit and uh it was on full display this year um most of the year until the super bowl where they were their scheme was about against patrick Mahomes, which to be fair is a tough guy to play against but they they got there was a Horrendous scheme, and they got exposed in the Super Bowl. Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know why the Cardinals hired him, and I, and I, I expect them to win three or four games, and Cannon to be fired next year.
1: You know, the 49ers Mike, gave up. Thoughts? You know, the 49ers gave up 43 points to Patrick Mahomes. They were the 43ers against. I was about to Kansas say Kansas. the
0: only team that gave up more points to them was the 49ers.
1: So it's like, I think there's a tendency in the. Uh, in the NFL, to look to uh, point to a game and say like, oh, "Look how bad this defensive performed." The reality of playing defense on, in the hold NFL. Hold on, hold
0: on, hold on. This is not a game. This is this is the Super Bowl.
1: I, I, but, uh, know, we I,
0: have I, an extra week to prepare. I don't know. I I understand. They, I, I'm I was an just incredible saying. Unit and they, they, they Mahomes hung forty on them in the Super Bowl. It's
1: not 1990. The reality is, it's it's hard to stop the Patrick I, Mahomes it of the two world. years
0: ago. Fair enough. Tyreek Hill.
1: Fair enough. You know, that's uh, that's a fair counter to that point. You know, uh, I don't know if uh, the fact that the Eagles couldn't find their footing when rushing Patrick Mahomes played a factor in that. I I don't know. It was a weird situation. But
0: you're a believer in a uh, turf god? Was tur-
1: tur- uh, the sod father you're talking about. God
0: father. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh,
1: I mean, it was like a thing uh, whether, you know, both teams are playing on the same field, but the Eagles literally could not find their footing when trying to rush Patrick Mahomes. They were slipping all over the place. So, you know, it's not like a conspiracy theory. It, it certainly was uh, it It's interesting was because
0: in, like, bad weather or, like, bad service, you think you think defensive game and the opposite played out, which was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, Hertz was arguably the best player on the field in the Super Bowl uh, short of a fumble an unfortunate fumble at that. Um, you know, obviously Mahomes was Mahomes, and they had, they won the game. But anyway, not to rehash the Super Bowl. That wasn't the point of this. Uh, yeah, I think a D is harsh for really any head coach hiring. Uh, I, I think Gannon won't have success this year. They're going to be trotting out Colt McCoy, and the roster is awful. Uh, they have two top this
0: five. Is Jim Tom this is a Jim Tomsula. This is Jim high.
1: Yeah, well, they have two top five picks, assuming the, uh, the Texans are bad. Uh, so you know, as I countered to you on the pod, when we talked about coaches on the hot seat, like he's not going to get fired after year one. Uh, that won't happen. But we'll see. I think he I'll, could. I'll give it like a C plus. Just get, you know, the Eagles were phenomenal all year on defense. Well, you're not you're not much higher on him
0: than me then. <laughs> well, you gave it a D.
1: I, I I'm not like all in on this Jonathan Gannon hiring. I'm not all in on any hiring like that. No matter what, well,
0: that's like the worst. That's that's. Pretty much, by significantly, the worst grade you've
1: given. They can hire the greatest coach of all time, and they're going to be bad this year. It doesn't matter. I mean, so.
0: Sure. Uh, the game a C plus,
1: right? Yeah, I, I guess that's more skewed by the fact that I think that think the team is going to be bad this year. I mean, these these are these are hard to grade. Like you know, well, we'll I, I, yeah, it's more fun to revisit a year from now, but. Shane Steichen is the last one for Indianapolis, the other Eagles coordinator for offense, not defense. And, uh, you know, the Colts, it was a wacky situation. They interviewed like 80 different people. Uh, Jeff Saturday was, was included in the search process. He, it looked like for a minute, like there was a chance that Jeff Saturday could get this job, and, of course, ultimately he doesn't. Uh, and they go with the Eagles' young offensive coordinator.
0: That's right. Night and day, Super Bowl performance from each side of the ball from the Eagles. Um, I gave this one an A. Uh, Shane Steichen is. Um, I don't. I don't think they're going to be good in year one. Much like uh, Arizona and most of these guys that, that have been hired, but I, I think it's an A. I think it's an A hire. Um, I like this a lot. Um, he's got a good track record with Hertz. Obviously, they bring in Anthony Richardson. I think they're similar type quarterbacks. Richardson's got a lot better of an arm, but they both both Hertz and Richardson struggled with accuracy issues in college. I think Steichen can help him fix that, um, I've been, and, and even the running game. Uh, the Eagles had a great running game last year. Without um, They had a great line, but frankly, so do the Colts, or they've had the potential to have one. Um, I think that the, the Eagles' backs aren't anything special, and not that running backs are the be-all, end-all, but Jonathan Taylor is a lot better than what the Eagles had or have had. Um, so, I, I, This is my favorite hire of the year.
1: An A for Shane Steichen. Yes, sir. give <sighs> it like a B. Like, I don't know. Shane Steichen. Like I, I don't get I don't get excited about this one. Maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe maybe this will be uh maybe this will be played back to me a year from now and I'll sound really stupid after the Colts like somehow win not somehow, it's the AFC South, but win the AFC well, South.
0: I, I don't even I don't think they're gonna be good year one. And I and I still love I so
1: yeah, I mean, again, the path for that team to be good is uh, is pretty treacherous. I do think Anthony Richardson is going to start Bad earlier. Division. I I do think Anthony Richardson is going to uh, start earlier than we might have initially thought, though.
0: Week one? What do you? What? You, how? How early?
1: If you're the Colts, why not? Like, just throw him out there. You know, you're not a playoff team this year, unless you're like I that. Mean, you worried.
0: Said it He's, he looked brutal in college at times, and it's
1: college. Yeah, and again, take these OTA reports with a grain of salt. They're OTA reports. But I will say the the reports on really all three, uh, Bryce Stroud and uh – Anthony Richardson have all been pretty much nothing but positive. You know, everyone's raving about C.J. Stroud in Houston, and it's uh, been some good stuff about Anthony Richardson as well. Bryce, you know, just officially got announced as QB one, which should come as no surprise. I think since Carson Palmer, a uh, quarterback drafted number one overall, hasn't not started Week one, so that was kind of a known thing that that was going to happen. But uh, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens there. It's it's been a minute, but uh, I I don't know. I I think like if you're if you're the Colts, like why not? Just throw him out there.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see the problem with that. I just. I just. You, for someone, for you yourself, somebody who's clearly out on Anthony Richardson. I. I, I like. He, he. didn't look good in college. I, I watched some college Florida games. He. He did. He, he missed some. He just clearly has some accuracy issues. I, I. think he should roll out Gardner Minshew. Maybe a little bit. Let him learn under him a little bit and look at look at what happened with Mahomes. He sat a full year.
1: Maybe it's media propaganda, but. I'm not as out on Anthony Richardson as I was before the draft. I don't know. I'm not I'm not okay. in. I'm definitely not in, but I'm not like fully out that he's going to be this like uh terrible bust I don't know I, I'm, I'm getting
0: I believe you had Hendon Hooker above him I did on a previous podcast. I
1: did and uh, that very well may be true but Hendon Hooker is going to get the opportunity to sit and he's on he's you know in a relatively good situation Anthony Richardson might well, get thrown into the fire so we'll see
0: he won't start week one no put well, me on the. Of the course. not starting week one
1: Certainly not, and I don't think he'd be healthy enough to anyway. But anyway, we are out of time. Appreciate you guys tuning in as always. You'll hear from us live another three weeks. We'll have another episode next week. As always, you can get all of our stuff on WNSP now. Owen, thank you very much for uh, for joining us tonight.
0: Thanks for having me, fellas. Thanks.
1: Appreciate it, all y'all, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Opening kickoff 6 (laughs) a.m.